What do you do when you find yourself at the corner of imposter syndrome and scarcity? Tune in to our guest today to find out. Trapped by the belief that I'm not good enough, bound by the limitations and the lies that consumed my world, this was me. It wasn't until I took the biggest leap in my life to know and trust the power within. And it was at that moment I made a choice. My past will not define me anymore. Hello, I am Terry Cardula, and I know I am not alone in this. Over the years, I have found that the number one mistake that we make is that we get in the way of our own success story. Yes, I said it. On this show, together we'll tackle limiting beliefs, self-sabotage, getting stuck, fear, doubt, overwhelm, and the imposter syndrome. Join us on this journey designed to transport you beyond your limitations to a world where anything is possible. This is Talking with Terry. Hello, and welcome back to Talking with Terry, where we have powerful conversations to transform your life and your business. And oh my gosh, we are in for a little treat today. Just, you're just going to fall in love with this person. We have Leah Fellows today with us. She works in the home building industry as a national online sales counselor, trainer, speaker, and consultant. She founded Blue Gypsy Inc. and is the top boutique training company for new home builders across the country. Prior to this building industry, she traveled the world for 13 years as she back as a backpacker, a sailboat captain, and a dive instructor. I mean, just talk about juiciness. Like some of you know that I was a mermaid in a fat past life. So I mean, I just really connect with this, with this chick's like past life here. She's a huge believer in collaboration, abundance, and the positive, the power of positive energy. She wishes she could be a fairy godmother and would sprinkle fairy dust on everyone that she could. I'm like, I mean, right. You are, everyone's already fallen in love with you, Leah. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you. I love being here. Thanks I love it. Me. I love the fairy dust. So, you know, can I share this with you real quick? I, there used to be like this spiritual store that um, I'd go and get my little, my stones and my crystals and, you know, all that fun, hippy dippy stuff. Right. And at the end, when they would check out, he'd have this like, like little cute little container of filled with glitter. And oh, he'd have this like little brush, like a little, like uh, almost like a blush brush. And he would say, do you want some glitter? And he would like to take a little pop in a little glitter and then he'd sprinkle some on your hair. I'm like, who could turn away glitter? Like, I feel like this yeah. should be at my like live events now. Like let's <laughs> glitterify us. It's fairy <laughs> anyway. dust. It's fairy dust. <laughs> it's fairy dust. It's fairy godmother dust. Okay. All right. Now more into the seriousness. So for folks that do not know you yet, Leah, just give us a little, little yummy backstory on you. How did you get to be where you're at today? Well, you know, it, wow, you already gave me such a great introduction. What's left? Like Terry, What's left? You know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like Terry said, you know, I spent after college, I decided that I wanted to experience the world. So I actually wanted to be a writer, which was, was part of it. And I said, well, you can't write about something that you don't know anything about unless you experience life. So I went on an adventure to experience life. And that's what took me around the world. I've been in five or six continents, over 40 countries, about a hundred islands, you know, around, around the world. I've been able to meet so many different people from different walks of life. And I just, it was, it was an amazing experience to experience the world. And I did a lot of writing back then, but then I injured my shoulder. 
I moved ashore and I landed in the building industry by accident, um, the new home <laughs> construction industry. And I thought it was going to be one of those things where it was just for a short period of time, because up to that point, you know, here I was, everything I did was very short periods of time between trips outside the country. I was a bartender here and there. I, when I worked on sailboats, each sailboat job was maybe three to six months. And you were always trying to find the next job and the next job and the next job while you were while you were bartending or where, while I was teaching scuba diving or while I was working on a sailboat. So there was this constant stream of finding the next thing, finding the next thing. And I didn't realize until recently how much that set me up for a mindset of, of scarcity instead of a mindset of abundance. And so going into the building industry Believe it or not, it was funny. It was very similar because I entered the building industry in 2006, which for anyone familiar with the building industry knows we hit that downturn about 2007, eight, and we crashed. So now builders were going out of business. There were less people buying homes. And so it just kind of fed that scarcity mindset without me even realizing it. Yeah. And I think this is a great topic for a lot of people that can relate to this. You know, earlier I was having this conversation around, you know, the struggle mode and this place and space, but you're right. A lot of times we are taught and, you know, depending on our upbringing, you know, I think it has a a lot to do with, you know, what, what we're being modeled, not only from our internal, our families, but our life experiences. I mean, you were started out when you were a young adult and again, like this, but how, all these different things kind of relate to of like this, like this scarcity, this like this not enoughness. And so, yeah, let's unpack that a little bit because, you know, I think what was, what has been for you and how were you able to transform that? How were you able to shift that paradigm? Because that's a, that's a really core belief. And, you know, you and I have worked together and, and we've, we've unpacked a lot of different, you know, unconscious limiting beliefs. But this one is, I think it's relatable to a lot of people because again, depending on how we grew up, it has had an impact on, it has an impact on everything that we do. Very true. Very true. And I think it's really interesting because early on, there were things that helped me to get out of that mindset. As I was, when I started Blue Gypsy Inc., which was all the way back in 2010, the goal of my business was to be a remote online sales counselor for new home builders. So, so what an online, just to give background to some of your listeners, because they might not know what the heck that means is, is that, is that an online sales counselor is that first face, that personal response of the website. So every single person who makes a phone call or sends an email to the builder needs a fast personalized response. A lot of builders did not have that. This role has only existed for about 20 years. I know that sounds like a long time, but you go back to 2003, 2004, when builders started having it. And there I was in 2007 as an online sales counselor, it didn't exist. So here I was in 2010, trying to convince builders to hire me remotely as an online sales counselor. So again, you know, getting into that sense of lack, but I had other clients. I had clients that were close to the building industry, doing other things. They were consultants. And I had one wonderful mentor, Myers Barnes, who said to me, you need to be an online sales counselor trainer. 
There are not enough trainers out there. And at the time, I was afraid of stepping on the toes of another one of my mentors. And he said, there's room for everyone. There, there's not, there's enough to go around. And that's where that first introduction back in probably 2012 of this idea of an abundance mindset came wow. from, you know, and I thought, gosh, I've sort of lived in a life of lack for so long, you know, constantly trying to get the yeah. next thing and the next thing, this idea of there's enough to go around. Well, of course there is. You right? know, I think this is really powerful because I think I, we, I just had this conversation with someone who's at my live event, actually. We had a live event a couple of, a couple of weeks ago and she came up to me and she goes, oh my gosh, you and I are like speaking the same language. Like I talk about mindset. I talk about da, 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 da. And yet she's like, I'm having a hard time getting myself out there because I see everyone else doing it. And I don't feel like there's a spot for me, you know? And I think that there's, here's the thing is what's happening right now from a collective consciousness. We need anyone and everyone who's having that internal calling, if you will, that thing that we cannot shut off, right? You know, we can drink, we can shut off our dreams and our hopes and our, you know, desires, but that calling does not shut off. So if anyone is out there that says, gosh, I feel called to do this, just know and just know and trust that you wouldn't be given that idea if there wasn't space for you, right? Like there's plenty of space. And here's the thing, what I know about you, Leah, is that there could be 20 people or more a hundred people doing the exact same thing as you. And yet you, how you show up, how you do things, how you communicate things, how you energetically show up is going to be so different than anybody else. And that's what makes you unique, right? That, that makes, that makes some people going to resonate with you. And some people are not going to resonate from you because of that. Right. And same for anybody else in any industry, you know, that we think that there's, there's not enough. There's going to be our content is going to be this similar, you know, it may not be all the same, but I was sitting in, I was at a Louise Hay uh, convention, gosh, back in like the early 2000s. And I remember listening to all the legends in Hay House, you know, Dr. Wayne Dyer, Joe Dispenza, Louise Hay, uh, Sonia Cochrane, like all these amazing speakers. And I'm thinking, and I, t- I told my girlfriend afterwards, I'm like, well, what do I have to offer? Like, they're already telling the message. Like, she, I, I talk about, you know, the unconscious beliefs in this way, and she's talking about it in a, as the old neighborhood, right? I'm like similar concepts. She just called it the old neighborhood versus what I call it, you know? And so it was really interesting. She's like, but you know what, how you deliver it is going to be so different and energetically, it's going to be different. So think about like, how do I show up and make myself different, even from an energetic perspective, you know? Well, and I think that that's so powerful and that really is part of it. And it's where It's where sort of that scarcity mindset meets imposter syndrome, right? Because you're, you already aren't sure how you're going to jump into this new idea or this new, or be this thing. And then you, you have that doubt of what do I have to offer that everyone else isn't already saying. And I, that is exactly the intersection point where I was at probably about four, four or five years ago, you know, because I had transitioned from being an online sales counselor and having set it up for a couple of builders very successfully to then wanting to teach online sales counselors how to be as good as I was and how to do what I did and how to take my proven processes 
and put them in place for other builders. So it wasn't just, hey, let me get a bunch of people together and train them and teach them how to do this. It was, I need buy-in from the top. I need buy-in from the builders at the very top for them to understand why this is such an important part of their company culture, why this is such an important part of their buyer's journey, why they need this. And so it's funny because a lot of people talk about the online sales counselor role as in the changes in the last 10 years, but with COVID, the changes really sped up. And in the last two years, this role has finally become at the forefront of recognition because so many people couldn't just walk into model homes anymore. They had to be able to come in and meet people in different ways. So it, it's just been a real interesting, what's the word, sort of creating, creation, because there's a lot of creation that comes in when you realize this role is not one way to do it. It's become yeah. many different things that it needs to have and how it integrates seamlessly with marketing and sales. So yeah. that's been a wonderful adventure and getting past that imposter syndrome, past that sense of scarcity mindset. And, and it's kind of funny because now we're seeing a slowdown again, right? Everybody's talking about inflation. Everybody's talking about rising interest rates, everybody. And so there's that, that. That constricting, yeah, it's almost like the constriction again, right? It's this that's constricting. It's it's going back into safety, right? Like, and we can see that, like, you know, when we when we go into fear mode or we go into that place of lack, we go into restriction. We go to you know the where the place where it's safe instead of you know you know playing in a place of abundance, which means like, hey, there's still, you know, here's the thing, and and, and for the listeners that are tuning in right now. You know, we can always find evidence. This has been true to my in, in every experience. I can always find evidence that someone else is being more successful or whatever it is. Like, meaning, like, if I need to borrow evidence because I'm like, oh my gosh, like, you know, it, it feels like restricting. It's going like this. And I, I give this example that last year I was invited to the um, real estate, the lead, the real estate, the leaders of the real estate agency for the year. They have these award ceremonies. So they take the top 10, you know, most producing real estate agents. And this is during a pandemic. Okay. And this is, this is just last year, 2021. And I was like in awe of the amount of money that was exchanged and the amount of homes that was still purchased and sold. And mm -hmm. so I was like, wait, wait, when I came into this, I was like, gosh, there's an abundance of stuff happening. Right. And so if I have to borrow the evidence to see, Hey, this is still happening. Um, I have a client right now who's in mortgages and she has, she has like 10 to 12 referrals a day. And I'm like, that's for mortgages. I mean, there are people still buying homes, right? There are still people that are purchasing and selling homes in, in this market. And so if I need to borrow the evidence to find that someone else is doing it, go for it. Right. And it's like, yeah, people are still buying, people are still selling. But I think it goes back to that 80, 20 rule. And it, what is that? It says that 20% are doing 80% of the work. So go find one of those 20 percenters that are ranking it in and what are they doing differently? I mean, success leaves clues. So what are they doing that uh, that does that allows them to still be abundant in a down economy, you know? And so I just invite people to play in that place and be like, well, that's not well some people will say well they want to argue with me and say that's not true. I'm like, well, I just went to an award ceremony where someone like this this there was two top producers and I forget 
I did write down the amount, but it was massive amounts of money, like in the billion dollar range that they had brought in, obviously in the sales of the homes. Right. And I was just like, wow. And unbelievable, you know? So you had the top 10 were the top three were really close in income. And then you had a little bit of a, a, a lag and then you had the, the rest of the 10. And then from the 10 on it, it significantly, there was a huge gap, but I'm thinking that's your 20%. That's the 20% that's representing the, all of this industry. And that is true. I think in all industries, there's, you have the top performers. So the top performers are doing something differently than us. So borrow the evidence saying, yep, if they can do it, I can do it too. <laughs> well, and it's, it's powerful. It's totally true. It's totally true. And I mean, I was lucky enough to um, fall into a job where, uh, you know, my first role as an online sales counselor, that that builder was an early adopter of that role. You know, I mean, it was not common back in 2007 to have online sales counselors at all. So to be able to learn that from the ground up and be able to create the program and see what needed to be. And I was only supposed to be in that role for a couple of months while I was waiting to be an actual on-site sales agent for a, for, for a community. And what happened was, is I came in there temporarily and I looked at all the things that could be done and organized it and started tracking and started showing them results. And then they said, well, we don't want you to leave this role. So that's how I ended up, you know, doing that and perfecting it over a three-year time period with them before I went and, and, and kind of went out on my own. So you know, the biggest thing is to, to try to reset whenever you feel yourself tingling in that, in that <laughs> I space, love that word. You know, you feel the tingle in that space of lack coming in and self-doubt and, oh my gosh, where's my next client going to come from? Or where's my next sale going to come from? Or, you know, and this, this is broad for anyone because every, any business owner is looking to, Agreed. They, they've got to make sales. They've got to have clients, you know, but we tend to sometimes get scared and we pull in and it's all about that energy vibe we put out there. Right. So just doing some of the exercises you've taught me over the years and just practicing, expanding your energy and seeing that light go out in the world and, you know, allowing that to kind of ground yourself is so important instead of spiraling, you know, and, and I know when I was younger, you know, years and years ago, I could spiral into that negative space and place and be there and, you know, be there for days and weeks and months, you know, in that negative space and place. But the the key is understanding that no one's perfect. We're not Pollyanna, right? We're not going to be like, Oh, it's a perfect (laughs) world. Oh, look at all the pretty colors, right? It's because we don't have fairy dust all the time. I know. know? (laughs) But but, but understanding and, 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 and identifying those signs within yourself, when you start to get that sense of, of fear or lack or how that works. And then having different methods to pull you out of it. I mean, you know, this is going to sound so wackadoo and I've never said this, but I just, I'm going to use like a little metaphor here. This will be the first time I say this and maybe the last, but, (laughs) but so I get, sometimes I'll, I'll get Charlie horses in my feet. And um, so my feet will curl in, like they want to curl in and you just get this Charlie horse and it's like, it's very painful. And I remember when I was pregnant and I would get them a lot when I was pregnant and my doctor goes, you got to do the opposite. 
And so even though your body and everything wants to go forward and crinkle in, she would say, you take your, you take your hand and you pull the feet back in the opposite direction, like the toes in the opposite direction. And it's, and, and it literally within seconds, probably five seconds total, it goes away. It instantly goes away. But if you don't do that, so it's almost like doing the opposite. It sounds so counterintuitive, right? We've been just taught like, go with it, right? But we're going in and we're like crinkling up and we're, we're, we're going in into this tight position, right? And if we just do the opposite and we're like allowing ourselves to expand out and do the opposite of what, again, that counterintuitive feeling, if we just allow ourselves to be like, let's pull back and let's become more expansive instead of going into the fear of it, it it's such a game changer. So how did that land? Did that make sense? Oh, uh, 100%, 100%. Because when we are starting to experience that sense of lack or that scarcity mindset, we do pull in. I mean, you kind of think of yeah. the circulation in your body, right? If you were to go into hypothermia mode, all your yeah. kind of comes to the core areas to kind of keep, you kind of do that naturally when you're yeah. in fear, fear mode, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so it completely tracks with what you're saying about the cramping because if you push outward away from that fear and, and and I mean, that was a really big thing in my, in my younger life in college, because I I came from a background where my mother always, my mother suffered horribly from depression. And she used to always say, I wish I had done. I wish I had done. I wish I had done. And I remember turning to one of my best friends in college, who's still one of my best friends today and telling him, if you ever hear me say, I wish I had done. I want you to smack me. And that was a lot of where my early travels and my early adventures were built on was I didn't want to have an, uh, a, a a sense of fear for no reason. Right. Cause there's nothing, uh, there's nothing scary about traveling around the world. It's just, how are you going to do it? You know, and it's coming up with a process with a, with a plan, with a mindset, and, and really that is all of being successful in business and life is how do you create a process where you take one step in front of the next, in front of the next to become successful at whatever you're trying to do, whether it's learning to scuba dive, whether it's learning yeah. to sail a boat, leaving the country, starting a business, they all require processes and a step-by-step approach to how you're going to get from point A to point B. I love that. And I love the underlying message that you just said there is just like living your life with no regrets. I mean, that I know that's like a bumper sticker in a lot of places, but at the same time, it's like, you know, but being conscious, if we make a conscious choice to live, you know, with no regrets at the end of our life, we will be in that place where it's like, you know what? I have no regrets. I live my life to the fullest. I really stepped into and allowed myself to you know, fear, fear, feel, feel all of it. Right. And just realize that this is just part of our journey. This is part of what we are here on this planet to do, to evolve, to grow and expand to, and it's all juicy. It's all juicy. So Leah, this has been absolutely delightful. I could sit here and talk to you all day. (laughs) You've just become a great, uh, just a, a fabulous client, a fun friend. And just, I'm just so proud of you. I'm proud of you for just really having this massive impact in the world. And, and that's what is so juicy to me. Like I just watch you and you're just, you're shining your light so boldly, so proudly, so infectiously. Right. And so it's just, 
it's beautiful to watch you have the impact um, and really bring your skills and your talents to this planet and really share it, you know, so graciously. So thank you for being here. All right. So where can people connect with you, follow you, connect with, uh, collaborate with you? Well, that, thank you for putting that out there. So my, my company is called Blue Gypsy Inc. My website is bluegypsyinc.com. That's an easy place. There's also, uh, I'm pretty active on LinkedIn. So you can find me Leah K's fellows on, on LinkedIn and that's K-A-I-Z. And the upcoming thing that's happening, that's big in my life. That's, that's coming up in November, November 2nd through 4th is that I am working, I get to collaborate with an amazing, amazing national trainer, Roland Narnsey. And he last year did something called the Tropical Sales Retreat. And this year we've put in an online sales counselor track to it. So I'm really excited to be building this, this retreat. It was a dream of mine right before COVID hit to do an online sales counselor retreat for the new home building industry. And then COVID hit and things ground to a halt. And so being able to reach out to Roland and see how he had so many of the same ideas and the same energy that I did, it just was a perfect fit to get together and add this amazing online sales track to his sales track because online sales and sales work together. So we're doing better you know, together. As I know. Team. Oh, I love it. I just say, I was just going to say something, but you had the catchy one-liner. So better together, but I just love it. You know? Sometimes when, when life throws us, you know, lemons, we get to make lemonade. And even if it's a, it's a year later, two years later, look at that. Like, look at that juicy partnership that you guys had create or have created and will continue to expand this, this retreat. So I'm, I'm excited for you. So if you are um, in the building industry, online sales, and you are interested, uh, reach out to Leah, reach out to her team. Um, and connect with them as far as, you know, how do you get the, the, the more details on joining um, this really powerful retreat? And it's, it's going to be, it's going to be amazing. So love it, love it, love it. Well, thank you so much for being here, being you, and just uh-huh. really just giving yourself permission to shine in the world. It's well, an honor to watch thank you. Thank you for having me. Of course. Really talk to you soon. It. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. I am so grateful that you joined us for this episode. If you've enjoyed this, then I invite you to connect further with me at talkingwithterry, that's T-E-R-I dot com. It's human nature to pull in, become small when faced with fear and uncertainty. But our life lesson is to learn to do that in which feels counterintuitive and instead expand, allow, and receive. Now, our next guest went from bankruptcy to prosperity. And she utilized a powerful tool that transformed everything. Tune in to find out.